Welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. Love for you to uh, hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. Get those automatically downloaded every week. Also share this with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online to get updates, find out more about the Leading Hope community. Kevin, today we are in episode 148. Two away from 150, man, that's crazy. Two away from the 150. Two away, but today you've titled 148 Attention Spans. Yeah. I originally titled it Contrarian Thoughts on Attention Spans. Yeah. But VJ wasn't sure if he could pronounce that word. Yeah, contrarian, contrarian, oh, contrarian. Good. It just looks funny when you write it. It does look funny. So here's what I want to jump into today on attention spans is uh, the claim is right now is that we have significantly decreased our attention span as a society. And so whatever it is that you're doing, working on, speaking on, producing needs to be shortened in order to fit that attention span. Mm. But the the only problem with that claim is all the other bit of evidence that shows that long-form things are working greatly. So you go like uh, long-form podcasts, Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan, some of these people, like they're they're the biggest podcasts. Uh, The other day I saw Tim Ferriss had one that was uh, almost four hours long. Wow. Now, I want to be clear. In my head, I was going, I'm not going to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, is, this is really long. Yeah. <laughs> but they're obviously, they're obviously working. Yeah. Like, they're so well-known. People are downloading them. We see this another thing. Like, uh, movies aren't dead. People still watch movies. I yeah. understand movie theaters may have an issue going on right. with that. But, like, that's long form. Consuming that's not, the content. Yep. It's not five minutes, ten minutes. Uh, even in ministry, we look at sermons. Like... I heard for so long people, and I, this has been a thing that has persisted the entire time that I've been in ministry. People are saying uh, sermons should not be longer than 20 minutes, which I'm like, <laughs> first off, guilty. <laughs> Can I acknowledge that? Yeah. People say, I read, uh, I read a post the other day. I don't usually interact with anything on like Facebook. Like, I'll like someone post a picture of their kid. I'm like, Thumbs up it. You give it a thumbs up? Yeah, be like, never. Well, do I mean, it. I like it. I want to be clear. That's why I'm not saying like I get in the comments and give a right, thumbs up. Right, you like it. Have yeah. you ever given a love? Yeah, sure. I'll love it. Okay. Yeah, Just like asking. it. Love it. Like there you it. go. I want some more. Those I mean, things, you going no, no, to Tim no. McGraw here? Nope. <laughs> All right, keep going. Um, <laughs> I don't typically like interact on, if someone posts something, I'm not interacting on the comments. Uh, the other day there was a paid advertisement and it was like the the five things every church should do when they're starting. And one of the five things was you should have a shortened sermon time and even consider ch- uh, putting, uh, what was the word? Even consider chopping the sermon into two five-minute pieces. Oh. I was like, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> like, so, so a 10-minute sermon in totality, but only five minutes 
at a time. And I just commented, I was like, you all have never planted a church. (laughs) (laughs) They never commented. They never, but it was like this sense of like, someone has taken this idea that our attention spans are so shorter. And so we keep have to shrink our content down, shrink whatever we're doing further and further. And the reality is that the things that are working, a lot of the things, yes, there are things that are micro content that are thriving, but there's also macro content that is working really well as well. And, and I think the idea is, it's not the fact that our attention spans are significantly shorter, it's that we have options. Mm. It's, it's not simply, I, I believe, yes, our attention spans may be shorter, but it's the fact that I can now, if, if your content is boring, instead of being stuck with it, I can now go do something else. It used to be when there were three TV channels, if the show was boring, there's not that many places you could go. You can stick it out. Yeah, now I could go a million other places to consume something yeah. that I find interesting. So I want to acknowledge that it's like twofold. I am not saying that attention spans are not getting shorter. Yeah. I do agree with that. But I think the far more significant thing is we are far less tolerant of content that is boring. Things yeah. have to be engaging in order to hold us. They used to be able to hold us just because we were there. Now it actually has to be engaging. Hmm. And there's this, um, this is a great book that I highly recommend to anyone. It's by Neil Postman. And the book is called Amusing Ourselves to Death. And what he did is this was, it came out when really uh, TVs became common in every household. So he's writing this idea as he's noticing TVs are becoming common. And what his kind of thesis on it is, is that it used to be that we acquired, we consumed content that was helpful. TV has changed the medium. Like radio, you just need to hear it and it was information you wanted to hear. All these newspaper, you read articles that you wanted to read. He says, TV is such a different medium, it has to be entertaining. And so he creates this part of his thesis is he says that like, and this is, it's kind of terrifying when you read the book. He says, the future of politics is not information. The future of politics is entertainment. The future of churches is not just information. The future of churches is entertainment. And he goes like down the list to say like, now when we're consuming content through this medium that is so engaging, but it's meant to be entertaining, everything is going to shift to an entertainment side. Make sense? Yeah. So like, like it, dislike it, doesn't really matter. His acknowledgement is this is how it is. He goes a lot further in his ideas that I would love to go a lot further in as well, but we're not going to jump into all those pieces today. The, the idea being here is that, is that content now, no matter what it is, people have more options. And so you have to be entertaining. So I want to talk about this just from like two sides. Okay. So VJ, pause me after side one, if you want to jump into anything. So side one is this, from a producer standpoint, from a presenter standpoint, from a content creator standpoint, I don't think you need to fall into set lines and limits of this is how long my content has to be. Well, studies say my video can only be this length, my, my talk can only be this length. Like if you're using social media, there's some expected durations that are in there. Like if I'm on a reel and it's 
20 seconds in and I click it and I realize that this thing was just a micro piece of a 10 minute video, I'm probably out. Yeah. So acknowledging like the environment that you're in matters. But the most important thing is that you cannot extend beyond your, your engagement level. Yeah. Uh, some people, uh, when I have uh, talked to pastors about preaching, they'll say like, well, how long should you preach? Most people don't ask me that because they know I don't care. But when they do, how long should you preach? It's like, well, for as long as you're engaging. You should not preach a minute longer than you're engaging. For some people that has to do with the pitch and tone of their voice, they can only make it interesting for so long and then they get tired. For other people, they can only produce content that's five minutes worth of, in, of interesting. And if you can only do five minutes worth of interesting, only do five minutes. But if you can do 55 minutes, I'm not saying you should always do that, but to acknowledge that when we're producing content, the most important thing is to not take all our cues from behavioral psychologists and all these other pieces on, oh, we have all these shortened attention spans because we acknowledge the other thing that is at play is we have more options and boring is always boring and engaging is always engaging. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you're, you're talk Cause I mean like some of those platforms that you're talking about force you into those time, uh, allotments. That's yes. one, one thing that you have to adhere to, but to your point, like, uh, we talk about live streams now we're in the, we're in the, you know, we're, we're in church world. Um, but in general, anyone who's doing live streams, they're not worried about how long it is. They're worried about, is anyone interacting? Yes. Is there engagement? Yeah. Right. And so we should be measuring the engagement, not the, the, duration like duration yep. doesn't matter in those those circumstances and people always talk about well i don't know if we should go live in this you can find out real quick yeah <laughs> like if people are liking and sharing it and and it's it's moving itself into other people's hands it was entertaining enough for you to continue yeah if it's not cut it and move on absolutely yeah yeah so that was idea one i idea two on this and i think this is the this is maybe the more important thing so first off do not just subscribe to, well, so-and-so posted this, my talk, my video, my this can only be this length. If you're boring, it should be shorter than that. Yeah. If you're engaging, it can be longer than that. Yeah. That is the more important factor other than what people said. But we also acknowledge that, yeah, our, our attention spans are changing. I'll, I'll just say it like that. Some people just say our attention spans are getting shorter. Um, when I wake up and the first thing I scroll through the day, and there's so much research on this. First thing I do on the day is scroll through social media. It changes the wiring in my brain, mm. right? It, it changes my ability to focus. And I'm not just saying as like a one-time thing, I'm saying continued over time, uh, engaging in micro content changes how we think and how we process. So maybe the more important thing that I want to communicate people in terms of attention spans is this idea that the most important content is not necessarily entertaining. The most significant book you read that would be most helpful in, in sharpening your thinking isn't necessarily the thing that is the most entertaining at the core. And so what we need to look at within this is to say like, the ability to focus when it is no longer entertaining in this day and age now becomes a superpower. Wow. The ability to say, I don't have to be entertained for to learn. 
I don't have to be engaged. Like you don't have to be fascinating in terms of your mannerism and your stories and your delivery in order for me to suck every last bit of content and helpful piece I can from you now becomes one of the most important things that we could do. Because the reality is, is that we we'll say it like this, Ted talks are so fascinating because they're so entertaining Yeah, and you get a, get a blip of content. Yeah but they are fascinating because they're, they're in this micro piece. The most engaging things we need to learn aren't necessarily in an 18 minute segment. Yeah, Could be an hour, could be a two hour long lecture. And so if you are able, if, if you're able to train yourself to focus in, to, to direct all of your attention and energy to what you know you need to learn, whether it is entertaining or not, becomes one of the most significant skills that you can develop from a learner side. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this, this took a little bit of a turn for me because uh, I was wondering where you were going with this. So that, <laughs> that makes sense now. So this, this episode's not really for the content creator. This is for the consumer of content. I and think how, that is the more important piece is the consumer to be aware of. Right. And so if we're talking about the people that are consuming these, whatever the content is, whether it's social media, whether it's, you know, books, yeah. You're saying we have to figure out a way uh, as individuals to make sure that we can stay in the fight yeah. of, uh, of, of, of boring people? Like, what are you trying to say? Like, so we say does like, it make sense? Like, this yeah. is boring, but maybe the content is good, but it's boring. Uh, I was in a room recently. Here, can I? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I got a follow up. I was in a room recently with a guy who had his uh, PhD in leadership. Okay. And it was like, it was almost comical how he shared information because like everything was a list. Like, well, how about yeah. this? He'd be like, well, these are the four things you need to know. And he's got this like really monotone voice and these other pieces. And I am like, I'm like leaning in because I'm like, oh my gosh, the things he's saying are brilliant. Yeah. Like this is unbelievable. I can see other people in the room already tuning out Yeah, because there's no illustration. There's no story. And I would say it like this. Um, I, I love documentaries. I think they're fascinating. Yeah. I, when I flip off a documentary, I always say the same thing. That's boring. <laughs> what I'm saying is, has nothing to do with the content and information. Right. I'm saying the presentation is not engaging enough to me. And right. what I should be doing is I should be going, this information is unapplicable to my life. Yeah. So, but instead I go, I'm not entertained. I got you. So it's it's really a posture that we need to, to change at the end of the day. I don't think anyone is even, I would say like the reason why I wanted to pull in Neil Postman's stuff, which was written in the 1980s. Yeah. Is I don't think we're, I don't think for most of us, we're even remotely aware that our only barometer for what we consume is, is it entertaining or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helpful, important, doesn't, doesn't hit our radar. Yeah. It's just, I'm not interested in this. Yeah, I have a, there's a, the thing, because I mean, like, uh, we've, we've said it millions of times, the Bible is not boring, <laughs> but if you read it in certain sections, yep. you're like, oh, Leviticus, what's going on here? And, <laughs> and I guess my point is, it's like, so um, uh, I go to a very, I went, so this, a pastor friend, very small church, he would uh, just uh, read the Bible yeah. line for line, throw some commentary in there occasionally yeah. but just read it um old school projector 
Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up on the back. Like the like the overhead projector, overhead, like the right on the slides, yes, do yeah. shadow puppets yeah, in it. Yeah, I think eventually I think eventually they they ended up doing a uh, an actual, you know, a pro presenter type of presentation, <laughs> yep. which was wasn't pro presenter, I think it was just a keynote. Yeah. You know, but what but but they're just reading the slides. Yep. Just reading it. And you're saying we need to go into that environment and go, this guy is going to say something important. I need to make sure that I'm paying attention to this, not how boring it is. I think the, I think the perspective we need to take is we acknowledge that this is reality. From a presenter standpoint, we acknowledge that engagement is incredibly important. Yeah. Entertainment, whatever that, when I say entertainment, I really just mean engagement, ability to hold attention from a presenter standpoint matters. Yeah, of course. From a listener standpoint, yeah. we need to acknowledge that entertainment does not necessarily equal helpful. Yeah. And if we're going to consume content, we must place a priority. There are, I believe that there are, there is wisdom that has been completely untapped into yeah. because the person didn't know how to present it. And so we are all oblivious to it. And so for the person who is able to focus in and really grasp what that is. Now they are so much further ahead than the rest of us because they're willing to watch an hour long talk yeah. instead of just an 18 minute talk. They're willing to read. I've, I've got a book on my bookshelf. I'm just now getting into it. And uh, it's a thousand pages. Because a thousand pages is really intimidating. To you? Say, it is. Because yeah. like 200, I'm like, I can floss through this. I'm good to go. Thousand pages? And there's like, there's times I've gone through there where I've read six pages and gone through and went, not only did I not mark anything down, I don't even know if I understood anything that he's saying. <laughs> yeah. But when I keep going through those six pages, like, and sometimes it's longer than six, I found things after that that were incredibly helpful to me. Yeah. I don't think most people are willing to just go through those six pages and go, I didn't get anything out of that, but I'm going to trust that there's something here that's important. Yeah, and so, I mean, let's just stick there for the last few minutes that we have here. What are the ways that someone can increase their ability to stay in to the, to the content that may not be the greatest pres presented, but really could help you yeah do whatever you're trying to do i think uh the ability to focus is like a muscle in the sense that when we do not use it it atrophies and when we continuously use it it strengthens and i think that's maybe when we talk about like higher education and things like that i think that's one of the most important things that higher education can do is it can force you to engage in stuff that you're not immediately interested in because you know you're going to be tested on it or have to write a report or something like that yeah and i think as adults you get out of higher education and that is almost never asked of you again yeah yeah and we just default to what's entertaining yeah and so i just would say it as like pursue what is helpful that's good pursue what is important not simply entertainment that's good uh one last thing on that is um i know we've 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 all read studies of how you know being on social media for x amount of time every day yeah. it's just it, they're all out there that says not great not not, gr not great not great for you right uh is there anything that you would add on the other end that is if you take specific days off of social media it will help you actually increase that ability that you're speaking about 
Yeah, I mean, I, I have not done enough personal research on this, but I would say anything I have is more anecdotal. Was, just to yeah, go, yeah. hey, I know when I start my day on social media, I, I know I can't start my day on social media if I have to write that day. Because it, it just gives me too much immediate gratification from scrolling. Interesting. That's great. That's a good information. I mean, that would help someone like myself. There you go. <laughs> Not do it. So <laughs> if it helps me, I hope it helps you. Wrap this up. 148. Attention spans. We are, we have fallen into the trap where we assume everything, all we said, our attention span is shortening, so we have to all default to that. That's not the case. On the one hand, be engaging. On the other hand, pursue what's important. That's good. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it'd mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate and review, or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories, how a podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online. Send that to us. We would love to hear from you. Hear from you. <laughs> and remember... Everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.